From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Happy Valentine's Day. I don't know if it's that happy, though. You're living in a society where even Canada has become a dictatorship. You have to love it. I don't know. Should we call him Justin Antoinette or Justin Castro? I think Justin Antoinette fits better. Because if you're going to be bossed around, it's nice to be bossed around by this pretty little queen, Justin Trudeau, as he decides to go full communist on his people because he doesn't like the protest. To continue building on these efforts, the federal government is ready to use more tools at its disposal to get the situation fully under control. Oh, boy. When, they, you, hear, when you hear a politician, especially a socialist, start to talk about tools, that goes here in America. Get real nervous because what he means by tools are weapons. Weapons of force. Weapons of extortion. Weapons of control. That's what he means by tools. After discussing with cabinet and caucus, after consultation with premiers from all provinces and territories. See, this way it's kind of like a democracy. We, the rulers, have decided you people uh, need to be in prison. After speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. I want to be very clear. Boy, I hate a condescending pansy. I clean that way up. I hate a condescending pansy. Now, here's the good news. At least when this fascist pig bosses you around, you can see his neck, unlike Pritzker, who just is a pumpkin laying on a beanbag. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted, as well as reasonable and proportionate to the threats they are meant to address. See, fascism is always proportionate. It never really goes overboard. Just ask the Germans or the, the Jewish Germans. They, it was very proportional. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. Hey, why don't we do that in Chicago? We should have a Canadian emergency act and enforce laws and then you just make it up and maybe you could break apart the drug cartels that are ruining the city this is about keeping canadians safe protecting people's jobs you know because there's nobody that's more safe than a slave under a dictatorship you're very safe just ask the chinese you're extremely safe just ask the cubans very very safe there virtually nobody's going to hurt you except the, the people who pretend to be your government. And restoring confidence in our institutions. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students. Yeah, we're just educating. And this is demoralizing, isn't it? Hasn't this last year's, I mean, if one word could sum it up, 
It's demoralizing, infuriating, but demoralizing. As you realize, beyond the shadow of a doubt, we're but a suggestion away from this. Listen, we are but a suggestion away from this. You know, yesterday, I don't care about the, 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 the children who are on enhancement drugs chasing balls. I don't really care about the Super Bowl. I really don't. But I did enjoy my glimpses of it, watching no one in the stands go along with the fascistic ma- mask pretend rule. That I loved. But there will be a repercussion for that. And these people who will be enforcing the repercussion, they agree with Justin Marie Antoinette Trudeau more than they agree with any of the founding fathers of this country, more than they agree with the idea of you being the master of your life. See, you're not. I think this is a preview. I think this is what will happen in the event there is a rebuttal to the stolen election that's coming in November. Oh, yes, I know. I'm supposed to beat the Republican drum. There's going to be a sweep. We're going to take back the House. Well, everyone was focusing on the spread, and should I bet the money line or not, about the uh, children on uh, performance-enhancing drugs throwing the ball to each other. AOC was down in Texas rallying the Marxist. And this is what you need to pay attention to. The Marxists are always small in numbers, but corrupt in ideology. They're going to do what it takes to steal the election in November. Book it here. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the progressive congresswoman from New York, spent the day in San Antonio. By the way, I love when we get the news reports out of Texas. There's a lot of wide mouth movements. So when you say their names, you get to see, just you, you, you exaggerate your lip movement. Ocasio-Cortez. Today, rallying to get the vote out for two Democratic Texas candidates eyeing congressional seats. Yeah, she arrived here just ahead of the polls opening Monday for early voting. Eyewitness News reporter Victoria De Leon takes us there. How are you, San Antonio? Days before the start yeah, of early voting. I didn't hear you. How are you, San Antonio? New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio. I mean, you think anybody figured out she's Puerto Rican yet? I don't think so. Cortez spoke to hundreds at San Antonio's Paper Tiger venue. A lot of people don't Texas. know, but my organizing life started right here in the state of Texas. In 2018, at just 29 years old, Ocasio-Cortez became the youngest Ocasio woman elected Cortez. into Congress. In those years doing that work, the absolute indelible impression that was left on me uh-huh. is that this state is going to change the country. Her progressive political beliefs have made her a controversial elected official among conservatives. Saturday in San Antonio, she joined Democratic Texas candidates. You know, it should be controversial ar- among Americans. I mean, what this bimbo is spewing is classic Marxism. What this bimbo is spewing is classic top-down collectivism. Complete and utter totalitarianism under the same BS of a utopia if only this bartender dingbat is in charge of things. In congressional seats ahead of the primaries, the New York Congresswoman is rallying for more votes for Laredo immigration attorney, Democrat Jessica Cisneros. We are offering an alternative vision for South Texas. Yes, Jessica Cisneros is a Marxist too, 28-year-old attorney. Ooh, I'm I'm so impressed. Let's put glasses on this sow. And then she can spew her Marxism as she tries to destroy the rest of the country. And the way Ocasio-Cortez has destroyed New York, which is a sewer only second to Chicago. One that's fighting to recognize that health care is a human right and not a privilege. The 20- Here we go. Beat the same BS drum. How's your government health care? This is a window 
into government health care. That's what COVID has been for the last 24 months. Now, if only there was a Democrat stooge smart enough to figure that out. You know, when you went to the hospital and they told you to go, go in the parking lot and grunt it out, they didn't even give you a prescription. They told you the only thing you had to do was hurry up and wait for their drug of choice. That's government health care. I can't wait till you lazy socialist rat bastards get a taste of what you're actually asking for. You know, kind of like the economy in the ghetto. Same thing. Cisneros is running to unseat the Democratic incumbent Henry Cuellar in the state's 28th congressional district. And that's what I wanted you to hear. She's running her against a Democrat. Now she's got the all the voting laws in place. They've seized throughout the country. Granted, Texas put some restrictions in place, although if I'm not mistaken, they're being brought to court again. That's what the lawyers do, the communist lawyers from the ACLU, which doesn't mean American civil liberties as much as it means communist liberation. That district covers the outskirts of San Antonio and ends at the U.S.-Mexico border. Ocasio-Cortez is also backing Democrat Greg Casar, who's running for Texas's 30... By the way, if you ever get a chance and you're in Texas, watch the weather, girls. Oh, next to Tulamundo. Very sexy. I really like to get my weather from sexy women. Fifth congressional district representing parts of San Antonio and Austin. And we don't quit because we know a better world is possible. All who took the stage Saturday. See, it's all the same nonsense. A better world is possible. How is it possible, dimwit? You with the strapped on glasses so you look like you have an IQ. How is it possible? Only if we revisit communism. And this time, we're going to do it the American way. What's that? We're going to print up as much as that phony baloney currency as you can print up. And we're going to tell you it's good for you. How do I know? Because that's exactly what I can't feel my face post-op Pelosi was doing back here in America, in Washington, D.C. We're joined now by the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Madam Speaker, thank you for coming in again this morning. I pleasure. So, we, you just saw those reports right there. The White House is warning of an imminent invasion of Ukraine. The Ukrainians seem to think that that's all hype. Oh, that's just a distraction. That's just a distraction. Let's talk about the situation here at home. Families are feeling a hit from the highest inflation in 40 years right now, costing the average American family about $275 a month. What can Congress do right now to bring those costs down? Well, what, let me just talk about the inflation thing because people are saying... Now, when she's going to tell you about the economy, all of you traders, Arthur Cutton, Jesse Livermore, Warren Buffet, Paul Tudor Jones, Carl Icahn, they have nothing, nothing on this dimwit. Post-op Pelosi has had far better returns with far smaller money. She has managed to kind of orchestrate option plays, and future plays, and backdoor condors far better than at the best traders in America. This dimwit, who is clearly suffering from some sort of Demerol high, when she gives you a, kind of a, a tutorial on the economy, pay attention, because you're hard-pressed to find anybody with the kind of returns that this dimwit has ever returned. And well, what we're spending is causing the fact that people have jobs always contributes to increase in inflation. And that- there it is. It's because you're working that we have inflation, you idiot. Haven't you been paying attention to anything? So when gas hit $95.82 today, clearly on its way to 100 it's because you're working. Now shut up and pay for it, as we pretend to be a democracy, as Marxist scumbag corrupt bastards have managed to seize America from within. So when you talk about the January 6th insurrection, that's just the cherry on the Sunday. The insurrection happened when this 80-year-old dimwit was sworn into office. 
It's been happening for 50 years as Diapers Biden has pretended to be a man, a capitalist, and an American instead of a political whore, who's owned, by the way, by Ukraine. We'll discuss that. But I went long, Ian. I will take your calls. 312-642-5600 when we get back. AM560, the answer. Nice bull kid. So I do radio a little different, in case you haven't figured it out. Honey Bunny said, you know, you talk about three topics in your opening segment on Monday, but I want you to understand all three are connected. Talked about Canada. Canada has always been socialist light, America light, all the rest of it. I've heard all the nonsense. The reality is they're socialists, and they are a suggestion away from being communists. Then AOC. AOC is an out-of-the-closet Marxist scum. The worst kind of cancer here in America. Nancy, I can't feel my face, Pelosi, is the conduit from an American Democrat, what used to be when she was just a go-go dancer way back when, what used to be to now when she's an investment banker and scourge, Speaker of the House, destroying my country. That's why I talked about those three things. It's because of the Nancy Pelosi's, how we pretended it was normal for political corruption, how we legitimized thievery by politicians how we adopted the mind of a slave and now we are but a suggestion away from a trudeau all pretty with his hair done like marie antoinette seizing your country in the way a castro sees the country it's the same thing so it may sound like three topics and it was three topics but it's all got one destination it's leading to one destination and that's where you are the undeniable surf Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Um, I'm second generation on both sides of my family. My dad's side is Canadian, and I remember my parents and I driving to Canada to visit my grandma and my cousins, and they would always say what a mess America was. My mom would always say, yeah, and you worship the queen and your prime minister, so what's your point? But I am so happy to see Canadians standing up and saying enough And I pray to God this country does the same thing. I met a Canadian um, investor. He was an investor uh, Mm -hmm. down here just a a couple of weeks ago. And he was explaining to me the kind of lockdown, the kind of abuse of their rights that they've been enduring for two years, and how he literally escaped, and how now the answer by the government is to seize his assets. And that is commonplace. And it's not like the lawyers are going to go there and fight for your property rights. You don't have them. You don't have property rights. So in there lies a problem, and that that needs to be realized by the Americans who think it's an alternative. Oh, they have free health care, and they're too stupid to realize it sucks. Exactly, exactly. So, Teresa, thank you very much for the call. It always takes Uh, somebody who's been oppressed or has family members that have been oppressed to understand what the spoiled, entitled, ignorant American Marxists are willing to give up. For the same bull dung lie that's been told to humanity for 160 years. Marge, Chicago. Hey, Sean. I think what needs to happen is the Canadian military, the American military, and our police need to stand together. And they need to be some of our frontline heroes and say, we aren't doing what these governments are telling us anymore. You could tell us to go arrest those people. By the way, we're not doing it. I would love to see that force happen. I would love it. And there's another thing, Marge, that people aren't talking about. The vast majority of Canadian police support the truckers rather than the government. And they're in the same pickle 
the good police in Chicago are in? Do they risk losing their livelihood to stand on principle? I say yes. I say yes. Because money doesn't mean jack if you're a slave. Even if you're in on the scam, even if you're in on the corruption, you still have to sleep at night. Although people are getting more used to sleeping as dictators, as demigods, than ever before in American history. David Lansing. Hey, Sean. You were talking, you mentioned uh, the exaggerated mouth movements of the reporter sure, regarding Ocasio-Cortez. your lips around. Go ahead. Have a good right. time. When I was a communications major at a large university, Northern Illinois, I only met one other Bachelor of Science major in the whole communica- my whole two years under communications. And this is nothing personal against communication people or those in the media, but maybe that's why they're not following the real science, because they haven't learned science. They're, they're, they're practicing Spanish, you know, and they've got to roll the R's. We've got... We've got, we've got economic laureates, we've got scientists, we've got all kinds of reason for the fascist to seize control and to take you to a place you, the people, the public, don't want to go to. There's always justification for it. We're going we're gonna to explore this a little bit with uh, I Can't Feel My Face. That's a good thing. But inflation is not a good, you know, we have to contain yeah, that. Wages are not keeping up with prices. That's right. And, and uh, let me just say about Brilliant. Um, what Congress has been doing. Okay. When we did uh, the, um, the oh. Competes Act last week, what contributes to inflation? Oh. People, more people having jobs, uh-huh. scarcity of product, which, which makes uh, prices go up, oh. and the rest. So uh-huh. when we passed the Competes Act last Friday, mm-hmm. this was a giant step forward. Now we have to go to conference with the Senate, and we will uh-huh. shortly, and we'll send it to the president's desk. But- Speaker of the House cannot speak a sentence. Is that bothersome to anyone else? What that does is address the supply chain shortages that we have, and therefore will decrease inflation. Secondly, it's important to note this about the BBB. The Uh BBB is a deficit reduction bill. It's a bill that some people say when you increase the national debt, you increase inflation. Uh 17 Nobel laureates uh, wrote that the, the way the BBB was written with long-term investments and increasing uh-huh. the capacity of people to participate uh-huh. in our, our success Spit it out, is dummy. non-inflationary. Oh, so if they're wrong, can we hang them? I mean, if they're wrong, you've, you've burned up $10 trillion, maybe 11 and now you want to burn up another 5 And if they're wrong, can we hang them? I mean, after all, they said it would work. What exactly is the repercussion? for destroying my country and bankrupting the future. Anybody? Anybody? That's what I thought. American Democrat is the way you destroy a country. It's a cancer in the country because they're not Democrats. Stop calling them Democrats. They're certainly not liberal. They're fascist, Marxist, corrupt, scum. You can call them Democrats for a little while longer, but pretty soon you're going to have to realize what we're dealing with. 312-642-5600. AM560. It is evident to me that we are going to deal with this in our own country very, very soon. I really believe that. I really believe if there were a mass protest, if the truckers were to stage the kind of protest that the Canadian truckers are staging, it's the exact same thing would happen. The exact same thing. The government would mount up against them. They would arrest them, and they would 
Now that we've suspended habeas corpus, they tuck them away, just like in the January 6th case where the people sat in prison for months and months and months. It'd be the same exact thing. There's no question. And the whole time you will be distracted. That's why we're going to get to the Ukraine distraction, that tail wagging the dog. We'll get to it. But I want to first focus on the kind of corruption we've become, we've become accustomed to and that these same people who have been robbing the people will continue to get richer. Nancy Pelosi is very interesting. If you listen to Democrats and her supporters, they defend her by saying, no, 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 her net worth isn't $500 million. It's $139 million. Okay, that's the defense. They obviously don't know how to add. They can't understand they're hiding assets in the husband's name, in the children's name, and the rest of it. You add up everything this dimwit has stolen from the American people, it's half a billion dollars. I'll bet a dollar to a donut. In the meantime, she's going to give you economic lessons. None of them are going to make any sense. They're all lies. And they are all to keep the Ponzi scheme, American economy, going. Because the Republicans themselves, the opposition to this corruption, are more in on it than they are opposed to it. How else could a country amass $30 trillion? And by the way, in just four days, you're up against the debt ceiling. Ooh, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder if they'll cut spending. You really wonder if they cut spending? In addition to that, the tax the Joint Tax Committee, which is the imprimatur on all these issues, Ooh, the, the Joint imprimatur. Tax Committee says that BBB will reduce the national debt by $100 billion in the first 10 years and a trillion dollars in the second 10 years. Aside from that being an absolute lie, the reason that they've come to a conclusion of it doing anything for the deficit or the debt is because wrapped in the BBBBB, is massive tax increases, massive restraints, massive extortion tools. And that's why they're looking forward to implementing them. Because these corrupt bastards never pay taxes. Never. In fact, they navigate through the Rube Goldberg system they put in place. And then, if you can't navigate through it, you have to bribe them. So they give you special cutouts. This was my argument with Trump. My major argument. Instead of being a billionaire who came to a corrupt sewer like Chicago and bribing the nine-fingered tiny little person, Rahm Emanuel. By the way, how's he doing in Japan? Bribing him with $50,000 donation. Hiring the scum of all scum, Eddie Burke and his law firm, to get the tax abatements and the special grievances and leave the wall up and all the BS. He paid it. Rather than saying, I'm Donald Trump. I don't get shaken down by scum. He played it. And now here we are. And in the BBB, God forbid they pass it. God forbid they pass it. Because in that, it will be impossible to accumulate wealth unless you are in on the Marxist mafia. That is the game. That's the rigged system. The Chicago way. Let's talk about the situation here at home. Families are feeling a hit from the highest inflation in 40 years right now, costing the average American family. What are the three facts? More people going to work, that's a good thing. More product to lower the cost, uh, you know, the supply side of the supply, and more supply, lower uh-huh. cost, and then third, and third in terms of, of not increasing the national debt. But as you know, Senator... It, it, it's no wonder... She's amassed a fortune like this. I mean, she's obviously a genius. 
Senator Manchin, who's the senator that matters right now because he's against it, disagrees. He says it's going to hurt inflation. Let's take a look. This is not a time to be throwing more fuel on the fire. We have, an infl we have uh, inflation and we have basically uh, an economy that's on fire. You don't throw more fuel on the fire that's already on fire, causing the problems that we have. So we've got to get our house in order. Without his vote, this isn't going anywhere. Well, the fact is, is that uh, clearly he has... Uh, look. Listen to this. Joe Manchin, as you said, is the senator who counts. Every senator counts. And, and That's an interesting tell. Every senator counts. You know what would make up for Joe Manchin? One Republican. Two would be better. One will do. You think they're going to hold fast? You're talking about trillions upon trillions of dollars. You think the Republican senators are going to hold fast? Maybe a handful of them. I think they got a real chance with Mitt Romney. We have uh, uh, legislation that is so transformative for our country. When you see what President Biden has done in, in this year, whether it's the rescue package that has put money in people's pockets, taken people off of poverty, vaccines in their arms and the rest, you know that. What he's done in this year is the economic tsunami of failure we're living through. And he's just warming up because he's not doing anything. You people are. Joe Biden is a figurehead. Joe Biden is a feeble fascist who doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July and why his socks are wet. He can't figure any of it out. None of it out. I don't care what Nancy says. Who is more empathetic uh, than Joe Biden? Who has a bigger vision more knowledge, more strategic thinking about all this. Ocasio-Cortez. Absolutely. Ocasio-Cortez and the Marxist mafia behind you. That's who has more vision. Then there's another thing she does with little George Stephanopoulos that really sums up our problem. She reminds George just how far back they go. After all, George Stephanopoulos isn't a reporter. He's a propagandist, just like all the rest of them. And just like all the rest of them, He's worked for Democrats, been a Democrat, married to a Democrat, and just wants in on the half a billion dollar fortune Nancy and her husband have been able to steal. When I first went to Congress, you were there working for Dick Gephardt. Dick and Dick Gephardt. Yeah, going way back. I went to my first meeting of the, where the head of the Fed came in to talk about inflation and unemployment. That was a requirement that the chairman report to Congress on that. And the first thing Chairman Greenspan said was, unemployment is dangerously low. That's the new talking point. Because people are back to work, that's why you have inflation. Not because they've misappropriated the funds, and they'll never admit to only 20% of PPP going to keep jobs alive. The other 80% was stolen. Stolen. They have no idea where it is. 40% of the unemployment green cheese perks also stolen by foreign adversaries and national scum their plans don't work instead of us reversing course instead of the republicans coming out on the sunday shows and talking about this kind of failure these propagandists and political whores come out that's how you know we're not near the end we are not near the end we're just getting warmed up on this kind of nonsense believe me frank arlington heights Hey, Sean, Vodka Skeletor is a really good uh, nickname for... She's clearly high. Nancy. I, mean, I, I, I didn't make that one up. It was on Citizen Free Press, but I, I, laughed, I laughed for a while when I heard Tell, that I mean, I mean, Frank, I, I have been saying it for years. This woman is clearly intoxicated on some level. 
And I want this is uh, we should call it the Pelosi rule and the Biden rule. And I want them drug tested. I mean it. I want every senator, every congressman, random drug tests. We don't know what the hell these people are doing. What we do know is they're all very wealthy. And not a they're one of gangster. them. They're all gangsters. Not I mean, I thought it them. was Susan. Susan Rice became fabulously wealthy. I, I forget what her net worth, what, worth was, but she's fabulously wealthy after having worked in the Obama administration. I don't think she was wealthy before. No, you know, this I mean, is, this is Pelosi, what, hundreds of millions of dollars? I mean, this is just, this, they're just looting the country. And when you they're hear looters, her speak. As Ayn Rand would have called them. Yes, That's when you hear are. her speak. There is no question beyond the shadow of a doubt. This woman could not pass an Econ 101 class. Couldn't do it. Yet here she sits, one of the wealthiest people in American government. And she has the full support of the Democrat mafia because they're not appalled by it. They want in on it, Frank. Thank you for the call. Tony, Inglewood, Florida. 30 years of the Chicago Police Department. I locked up whores on Sheridan Road that had more scruples than Nancy Pelosi. You pay the whore, and she provided services. You pay the government, they give you God. They give you nothing. You keep doing what you're doing, Sean, because you're a thorn in their side. You speak the truth, and the truth will always, always set you free. God Love it, Tony. God, and thank you for listening. Boy, that made my day. And that's going to be a soundbite. I want that as a promo to my show. I've arrested whores with more integrity than Nancy Pelosi. I think that's a winner. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560, the answer. That Benatar, boy, that looks so awesome. Now guys are doing it. All upside down, boy. Might as well get used to it. So where else? Can we get some more wisdom from I Can't Feel My Face, post-op Pelosi? It's important to note this about the BBB. The BBB is a deficit reduction bill. It's a bill that some people say when you increase the national debt, you increase inflation. Now, it's all wrong. It's because people are working. After all, Carl Icahn has nothing on her. Even the Paulson crime family, also good traders, have nothing on her. When I say good, I mean corrupt. Paul Tudor Jones, amateur, amateur. You know nothing, Paul. This is Nancy Pelosi talking about the economy, kid. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Hey, buddy. Thanks, for take, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Hey, listen, I don't know if you in the audience noticed, but back in, um, I could get the uh, date later exactly, but down in the 50s or something, Pelosi had quite a start. She was the liberal girl. She was in a little, ba- little uh, bathing suit. Craig, I'm and, uh, basic- you. That is a that is not true. That is a rumor that has been proven false, and I'll tell you why it's been proven false. Number one, huh. her father is Thomas D'Alessandro. Thomas D'Alessandro was a gangster politician who made a fortune. Nancy never had to work a day in her life. But uh, that is a oh. malicious. Yeah, somebody started that and see how many Republicans would bite on it. So I'm here to save you. Not true. She's not talented enough, and she never, ever had to make a dollar. Her father, she's a second-generation political whore, although her father might have been a pimp. Uh, Joe Naperville. Yeah, hey, Sean. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. You know, the uh, in her speech, she said she's that Joe's put more vaccines in, in people's arms. I think Joe's put more heroin in people's arms. And, I like that. Uh, he, he needs to be held accountable for that and uh, that, what's going on down. None of that is something they China. want to talk to. 
Do you realize no, they the, don't. The, they don't. the spike in suicides alone? I was just yep. I was watching Chicago News and, and they say oh the body was found somebody fell onto the tracks. How do they know he fell onto the tracks? I mean people are right. committing suicide because they're hopeless. That's what happens in a hopeless feudalist system. That's what a Democrat provides for you: feudalism, suicides, drug addiction, depression, all parabolic, all through the roof. But they've been helping you, Joe. Just listen to them. They've been helping you, <laughs> and BBB is good for the economy. Thank you very much for calling. It's ridiculousness, and there needs to be an adult in the damn room. That's why when we're going to talk about Ukraine, we're going to talk about it. But I want you to remember, who owns this son of a dog? Unfortunately, even the leader of Ukraine said, there's nothing to check out here. So I got Ukraine, and uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess the... 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action Yatsenyuk. against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> so now tell me about how important Ukraine is. Screw them and screw you, you corrupt piece of dung. What do you think of that? You're not fooling anybody. You're protecting your investments, you corrupt bastard. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. One of my favorite things about working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange was I guess I was able to meet people from all neighborhoods in the city of Chicago. There are years of hearing out know, at Southsiders were uh, different kind of guys and I wasn't going to like them. It turns out I really did like them. I also recognize the vast majority of Southsiders were part of the short-in-the-pants Mike Madigan Irish Mafia. They just were. They liked it that way. Reminded me of Melrose Park only with guys that were short in their trousers. Here, it's nice and refreshing to see. There's actually a Republican, and she is a bit of an optimist. She is running for the Illinois State Senate. Her name is Christine Shanahan McGovern. You got the Irish part down. Not sure you're in the right party, kid. How you doing? Hi there. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me on, and I absolutely am in the right party. Oh, I know absolutely, you are, you know. but what's the what's <laughs> going to be the support in a neighborhood that has wanted to get jobs at ComEd and for the streets and sands where they could sit in those pension incubators for the last 30 years and pretend to be decent people who were capitalists and proud to be Americans rather than in on that Marxist mafia Mike Madigan wielded around like John Gotti in the Raven Club? You know, I, I have to agree with you. And since I, I started my run for Illinois State Senate, I am out on the petitions, gathering petitions now, and I am shocked. I actually was at an establishment getting some petitions, and a man wouldn't sign it because he was afraid of any kind of aftermath. Sure. And I looked at him, and I said, you're a grown man. Uh-huh. How can you say that you agree with everything that I stand for, but you cannot sign my petition? 
it, it has been the way that it has been in Chicago, but it's not going to be continue to be that way because we have some really great candidates that are coming up um, and running, and that's why I'm hosting a petition drive at Bourbon Street so that we can get all of these good candidates on the ballot. Um, and it's tomorrow from 5.30 to 8.30. So you can come in and sign the petitions for governor, lieutenant governor, um, secretary of state, attorney general, myself, um, oh, Illinois State. Yes. So, you know, it's something that has never been done on the south side of Chicago to have an organized Republican event like this. And well, I'm very excited. Hopefully the failure is enough so that people like that gentleman, and I say gentleman because uh, scumbag is too um, derogatory. But um, well, can can example can exemplify and understand that when you say you have dignity, when you say you're a man, it's just hot air until you prove it, and that's why so many of my fellow salts or my my south siders, not fellow, but my south sider friends, acquaintances, pretended to be men, pretended to be capitalists as they tried to make their life better, but always knew they could fall back on that Madigan short in the pants Irish mafia, so. You know, I hope it changes, but I'm not betting my future on it. I'm glad to see you're putting up a fight. I think it's admirable, and I wish you the best of luck. I just know what you're going to run into. And the first thing you're going to run I, into is challenges on your signatures from these mafia members that don't want to get up, uh, dethroned. Yes. Thankfully, Illinois policy is going to handle any kind of uh, contesting of my petition signatures. Um, yeah. And also, I, I kind of want to piggyback on what you said. I was at a place, and, and normally I'm very calm, but I can get my opinion pushed forward. But there was a man who wouldn't sign. And, you know, I asked him, are you afraid or are you nervous about the crime that's happened in our area? Again, we are a very um, uh, safe neighborhood and we've been having carjackings in, in our driveway, stuff that has never experienced before. He said, no, I'm concerned about the crime. And then I said, okay, are you upset that this establishment was closed? during the shutdown, you know, versus that nonsense, essential, non-essential. He said, yes, I was upset. And I said, are you upset that our kids can't go to school? He said, well, I don't have any kids. I go, well, does it bother you that your neighbor's kids can't go to school? He's like, no, not really. And I looked at him and I said, you are one of the weakest men I have ever met. I cannot believe that you will not support a woman from the neighborhood who's trying to do something better and be a voice and not ignore those witness slips that have been, you know, submitted to our, our legislators. He's a willing um, slave and a useful idiot. Yeah. And I've got $100 to your campaign, $100 that he worked <laughs> for the city of Chicago in one form or another. Did you find that out? Uh, yes, he did. Bingo. All right, you can yeah. owe me. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it is so frustrating. But on the flip side, I am seeing, I'm meeting so many Democrats who have said, I'm going to vote for you. I am never voting Democrat again. I cannot believe we are here. And they understand that we got here because of them just ignoring what's happening and say, hey, it doesn't bother me. And people don't get affected until things bother them personally or they get affected by it. And then they sit back, oh, boy, I better do something. Well, our little group has been trying to do something for since this whole pandemic started fighting to keep our businesses open, fighting to keep our kids in school, to keep our churches, of which goes on another path. We need a better moral compass. No, you know, get God back into how we live. Um, well, you and, really and got an uphill I, battle in that sewer. I mean, you well, really you know, have an up. It's the abortion dumping ground. 
It's the land of freaks and geeks. You got a governor who was on FBI tapes more than the, the than the governor they put in jail. He was on there just as much, open and notorious bribery scam. His family interwoven with the Mike Madigan mafia, the Ed Burke pretend Viagra slayer that he is, and all the rest of it. So, I mean, to me... I love you. I want you to do well. And I, there are some good people there. But you're surrounded by Democrat Mike Madigan roaches l- left, right and center. I mean, it's just the way it is. I wish you the, I wish I could. What's the, the reception outside of that guy? What are people telling you when you go door knocking? Oh, they are very excited, very excited that they're, they can't wait to have people who want to represent their voice because I am them. They are me. We are the same people. There's, you know, um, they they are very excited. They're they want to support. I have a lot of people who have out for me. So I think that the momentum is high um, because so people are so frustrated. They're so frustrated and mad as hell. What's the Illinois Republican reception to you? What's that been by those those men's men? What have what is what has it done by the guys who have the pot dispensaries and the video gaming locked up? Have they been welcoming to you, or would they prefer one of their other step and fetch Republicans in there? Well, if you remember when I was on before with um, my first fundraiser that I had mm-hmm. after my show, I did get a phone call um, that said I am supported by the SRO, so they are actually being helpful. They, anytime I have a question, they help me actually. Um, John and Nick are, are wonderful to me. Good. Um, they yeah, should be. So Here's another thing. They should be. So don't ever put yeah. yourself in a position where you have to say thank you. What you have to say at the end is, I'm shocked you're not the scumbag I thought you were or that you led yourself to believe or, or, or the kind of Republicans that led Illinois into a laughing stock as they've put up feckless, weak, corrupt Republicans as the savior against the Madigan Mafia. So it's refreshing to think they're open to you. You must be lovely. Something tells me you're stunning. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know what? Again, I, I'm approachable. I listen to what people say. I, I speak from my heart, but I speak with, um, you know, common sense. And that's what people want. People want to say, hey, go in there, make some changes, get these ludicrous, moronic laws that have passed recently and change it. You know, our, our taxes are so high. Is there our any talk? Taxes going to the grocery store. Um, the the necklace governor, the the butter handed trust fund baby who never did a damn thing in his life, under executive orders, has kind of changed so many things in Illinois. Yet those powers, to the for the most part, have been under an emergency powers in perpetuity, where he's just kept giving himself these emergency powers. Is there talk among Republicans to challenge these in front of Ed Burke's wife, the uh, Supreme Court of Illinois? Uh, yes, there is talk. And actually, how we got there is because of Jay Carr, and that is why I'm running. The person who I'm running against, Bill Cunningham, um, you know, I, I said that if you were going to vote for this to extend these mandates, to extend that executive power, I'm going to run against you. So here I am. I love um, it. I love yes, it. yes, yes. So wow. it's going to be a big shift of what's happening in Illinois. The energy is high, but it's high because it's grassroots. It's high because we're getting into the communities. We're talking to real people, um, taking you know, talking to people, giving our ideas, listening to what they're saying, and uh, keep pushing forward. That's all we can do is keep pushing forward because we're we're mad as hell and we are ready for a shift. We now, have to protect I, our faith, our another, family, and our freedom. Another reason I like you is you're a business owner. 
Yes. You've seen how the money that was sent to Illinois from the federal government meant to forward and help businesses, how that money has been stolen or misappropriated, as they like to say in politics, and how a vast majority of PPP loans and all the rest have been steered to the corrupt political organized crime that makes Chicagoans blush instead of uh, being ashamed of themselves. As a state senator, will you in fact investigate the misappropriation of federal relief money that has been stolen to pay off some of the cohorts in the short in the pants Mike Madigan Irish Mafia? Absolutely. Absolutely. And not only that, look at what's happening in the schools. I don't know if you knew this, but I also am a substitute teacher for CPS. And um, I, I see what's happening in there. And, and, and I'm going to try not to get on a tangent of, of the reality of there. I Just to touch, touch briefly, I have a friend who's a teacher who was part of that lawsuit who was escorted out of her classroom in front of her students. The students were crying. It was, it was horrible. Um, because she didn't want to wear her mask because we all know that the masks don't work, but I do believe in choice. You know, if you want your child to wear a mask, wear a mask. Um, you know, we are, we are way beyond that. The silver lining here, each one of those kids that saw that act of fascism, that saw that act of Marxism, each one of those kids will remember that till the day they die. And that is the greatest example of showing children why you should never support a totalitarian Democrat mafia. Because beyond a shadow of a doubt, you will end up dragged out. And that is the greatest lesson that teacher ever taught those kids. And I, I, and I, I, I really feel this. Each one of those kids will always, always protect their freedoms and their liberties because they saw firsthand someone they, they loved. Because when you have a teacher and you're young, you love the teacher or you hate them, whatever the case is, be dragged out by the American Gestapo. And I think it's a wonderful lesson. So you tell your friend, she did in that act more, more teaching than most kids will ever get for the bulk of their, their, their teenage and young lives in one day. So I think um, there's another way to look at it. Let the kids see the corruption. Let the kids see the failure. I was lucky enough to see corruption, political corruption, and the pretend gangsters. That's why I am the way I am. And I think it's a fantastic lesson. So, you know, it I think is. you can not only solace that, in that. Not, I'm sorry, not only that, at Queen of Martyrs this weekend, I was up there, that's at the end of my street, where the principal was fired because he sent a letter out to say it's mask optional. There were so many families with their children there, they are getting it. And again, like you said, that is another perfect example of how we have to fight for what we believe in. So now my, my ignorance to the South Side, I mean, I'm going to admit to you, you know, I went down there for that Irish Day Parade, and I either made out with a girl or got punched in the face, so I'm not familiar with the districts. <laughs> Where exactly is the 18th district? Okay, with the um, redistricting, so it goes down all the way east to um, like 84th and Ashland, and then it zigzags, and it goes to 143rd and Wolf. All right. Well, let's get all the people out to sign your petition and help you. I like you. I want to see you win. She is Christine Shanahan McGovern. She is a Republican running. And plug your site so the people can go and help you. Um, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Christine Shanahan McGovern for Illinois Senate District 18. And also um, you'll have the information for the event that is tomorrow. And that's to support all of our Republican and conservative candidates, which we will have petitions for all of them because this is going to be a group effort. And my website is McGovern for Illinois Senate.com. And where is the event at? 
Where is it? It's at Bourbon Street, which is in Marionette Park, um, huh. from 530 to 830, and it's uh, 3359 West 115th Street. Now, you're not going to have that Democrat shill in there, the, the moron from Aurora. Is he going to be there? No. All right, good. Because if he's there, you, you let me know. We'll send some Mulrose <laughs> Parker's chase on out of there. All right, thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you very much. And if you come down for the parade again, let me know. All right, absolutely. Thank you. I will. Thank you. 312-642-5600. I want your predictions. I want what you think is going to happen in Illinois. And uh, we'll take you all next segment after this. AM 560. The answer. You getting a little romantic on me there, Swirly? All right, let's go to the phone lines. John Orland Park. Hey, Sean. Um, a lot of people don't realize, but the Southwest suburb Democrats are very conservative. But a lot of them have voted with the Democrats. And But like Orland Park, the end of her district, we ousted a Democratic mayor and all six Democrat trustees, and it's all Republican now. And the inner Southwest suburbs are also going through a lot of change, the Palaces. And one of the problems we have on our end of the district is you get, like, these union worker guys who, you know, they act like they're in your church and they do everything else, but then they vote Democrat. They say because they have to. Yeah. But if she can get the people of Mount Greenwood on the southwest side to finally wake up, the district is, like, 45% suburban and 55% Demo- uh, Chicago. How about it, all the people that are victims of this failure that are not in on the scam? To me, this is the test of Illinois, and that's why after after Pritzker – you know, and, and the rest of it with Sean Caston and Lauren Underwood. I said to myself, it's just there are just too many scum and there aren't enough good people at this point. And until those people who voted Democrat and thought they were in on it realize the kind of failure, the kind of corruption, how much they're not in on it, how much they're used and laughed at for the useful idiot slaves they are, it's going to be the, the, the same as it ever was. I'm hoping I'm wrong. And, and you gave me a good indication that I may be. I've never wanted to be more wrong than right now because it, I don't want to think doesn't. about the idea that everyone is in on that Irish short-in-the-pants mafia. By the way, when I say short-in-the-pants, the innuendo, you get it, right, John? Oh, I do. I do. All right. And Bill Cunningham has got the Irish last name, and they think that they're, you know, they're helping yeah. you guys. When they had the school funding reform bill like five years ago, the uh-huh. district's like 55% Chicago and 45% suburban. All kinds of people like, hey, it's screwing over our suburban districts. Bill Cunningham voted for Chicago. So a lot of those Chicago Democrats are like, hey, Bill works for us. Now they need to start realizing, no, he doesn't. You, the most insulting have thing the ball, make a change. Well, the most insulting thing is when somebody says to me, oh, your name is Sean. You must be Irish. I'm not Irish because, uh, you know, I'm very proud to be Norwegian and Italian. And there's another downside to being Irish. I have yet to see a male Irish porn star. They're very difficult to find, along with North Koreans. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it very much. Jim, South Elgin. Hey, how you doing? That was a great interview. Oh, thank you. Enjoyed hearing her. Um, you know, it kind of reminds me when that trucker won the uh, the Senate in uh, uh, in New Jersey. You know, the, all the media was saying, "Oh, you're not a politician." Well, that's right. We're not going to screw things up the way you politicians have been doing for years. So, hopefully, this will happen with her. I will. I will. I, I think I, I'm optimistic as well. You sound a little sick. You got a little cold there, Jim? No, I'm good. All right. You know, because we're oh, great. We, Thank we, you. All right. Very good. I just want to make sure because, you know, you I never know what's going to happen because you never know what's going to happen with uh, people who are vaccinated and all the rest of it. I mean, there's some crazy stuff going on out there. I don't mean to brag. I don't care. But I want you to know double vaxxed booster 
flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. This is comedy in today's world. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. And that's the sound of her head hitting the stage as Heather McDonald not only mocked God, who doesn't like to be mocked, but wanted to brag about her vaccine status. And she split open the back of her head. It reminds me of Bob Saget. Bob Saget also hit the back of his head. He went to bed, though. She went to the hospital where they put her head back together, and I think they gave her another booster. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. AM560. The problem with compromising principles is you never get them back. And there's no such thing. You don't really compromise. You just give up. That's what I've been trying to explain for decades. This whole BS about compromising with fascist, corrupt scum pretending to be American Democrats. It's just giving up and abandoning the right answer in every case. But none more than why we should have resisted mandates of the experiment or the diaper on your face, the slave plate. It doesn't work. They're blind mice chasing their tail. And the more they fail, the louder they get because they're spoiled, entitled, ignorant children. Mercedes Marxists pretending to really be entitled to something and having the answers rather than the corrupt scum they really are. Anna in Chicago. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you calling. Um, I'm actually a nursing student at Loyola. Um, and I don't know if this is well known, but Loyola is still mandating the booster for every single student that goes to school. They're not offering, you know, or even advertising that they've accepted exemptions for other students, but they're not letting you know that whatsoever. And I face this. I have kids that are in college. And um, I told each of them to go to a college that was not going to be totalitarian. They were lucky enough to find them, take the time off, and do it. It's sad because you're in a program. You're going for a specific reason. You're not a freshman or a sophomore. You're going for a specific reason. But ultimately, with the way in which the information is being redacted, about negative effects is something that if you have the chance, please contact Ron Johnson's office and look at some of the video. Um, There's a website called Real Not Rare that I highly recommend you look at. And there was another nursing student who was a man, and his name was actually Sean. His last name escapes me. And he went on to testify before Congress. And because he was a nursing student, he was very familiar with the verbiage and very familiar with what was happening to him in real time. And, Anna, I want to thank you, first of all, for being young and listening to my show and calling me. So I'm going to talk to you like, we're, like you're my relative. And I'm going to tell you, honey, yeah, take your time off. Life is only long if you treasure it and you take advantage of the time. Do not be forced into something you don't want to do. And I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Do not compromise your principles, Anna. 
because you cannot get them back. I wish you the best of luck, and there are places where you will not be intimidated and not be forced. Everyone thinks it's going to matter when you're 50 if you graduated from Loyola. I'm here to tell you it doesn't, Anna. What matters is if you're a principled person. So good luck to you, honey, and I mean that in the best way. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Keep doing what you're doing. You're really... You're saving America, so thank you. Oh, thank you, Anna. That made my day. Tina, Joliet. Hey, Sean. How are you? Wonderful, Tina. Good. Um, So Christine Shanahan McGovern is one of my longest and dearest friends. We actually grew up together and did a lot of underage drinking up and down. Now, don't incriminate the girl. She's running for office. Not only that, I like (laughs) her a lot. And she's already on my show, which probably hurt her on many fronts. But go ahead. So um, I just wanted to reiterate what your last caller and what Christine touched on. Uh, This race is going to be won by moms and women in general. 99% of the women that we've approached have signed the petition to get her on the ballot. They all say the same thing. Crime, schools, CRT, masks, mandates. They can't believe what's going on in this country, and they're over it. They're done. They need to see change. They're frightened, frankly. But the men, those union trades guys, Christine and I have been in screaming matches at uh, local establishments with these these uh, tradesmen who think we're idiots, refuse to sign. They're not just saying we're afraid to sign because we don't want you know Bill Cunningham to see our name or the union to see our name on there. They're they're it's all about. And their the only job. place they those guys thrive. Else. Did you know that in the in the public sector, um, or I'm sorry, in the private sector, unions were on their ass. Unions had no no need. People weren't right. I'm talking about if you earned your money outside of political corruption. They were on their ass. Everyone knew what a scam it was, what a scam it is. You know where they thrive the strongest? In the Democrat hellholes, in the sewers. Because they own the politician. It is organized fracking crime, Tina. So you're not going to appease it these guys. Because you know what is. they want to do? They want to go to the tavern and tip it back and talk about how excellent they are. Instead of how useless yep. and unneeded they are. And how their biggest fear, their biggest fear, is competition. That's why they need a rigged game. 100%. So, Tina, don't, I expect 100%. them I expect them to be on that bar stool waiting for their, their, their phony baloney pensions from the public sector to come in in one form or another. Whether it's crime that underwrites it in spending bills or if they're right in directly with the Madigan Mafia. To me, they're all the same. Thank you, Tina. Appreciate the call. You're Stay welcome. strong. I wish you the best of luck. I really do. I'd love to see an upset. I would. I'd love to see it. But I think there's a lot of strategy by the Republican oligarchs. Oh, but there is. They want to keep out change. They like second place. Second place pays. Second place pays very, very well, especially in the sewer of Illinois, the sewer of Democrat corruption. Because there, you know what their answers are? Their answers are gambling and drugs. That's all they got. What will fix Illinois is very simple. We're going to tax people through cameras, speed cameras, red light cameras. Don't worry who's got the contract. I got a guy. That's who's got the contract, right? So you got the scam. And by the way, you're, you're trusting people with photographs and information. Just don't worry about it. I said you were speeding. No way to fight it. You want to talk about unconstitutional? Doesn't matter. It'll last strong in that mafia stronghold. Then what's the other way? Well, you take the people on welfare and you give them a way to buy drugs legally and then you gamble. Sure, they're going to be subsidized eight ways to Tuesday from gambling. Doesn't matter. We can pretend that it's revenue for the state. And who's going to control it all? Well, 
I think the Republicans should be in charge of video games. I do. After all, they've been, uh, you know, taking a hard road. And they're all lawyers. They're all quite smart. They'll write the municipals, the municipalities, in very strategic ways. So they'll keep out competition. So this way, you have specific corrupt video poker gangsters who couldn't win a fight if they were fighting against somebody in a wheelchair. So these guys, what they do is they bribe the Republican that sits in the mayor's seat or in the Cook County commissioner or whatever other oligarch position they want to be in, and they keep out any competition. So even that isn't competition. It's just one or maybe two specific companies, right up until they can build it up with thousands and thousands of those video games in sewers, in ghettos, by the way, and then they sell it to a casino owner. That's how the gangster Illinois government really works. And who holds all that? The Republicans have managed to cut in some of the Democrats. Because the Democrats, ironically enough, the vast majority of elected Democrats have rap sheets and credit in the 400s, can't get a loan, can't sign a lease. So they need the Republicans. And that's the game that works in Illinois. That's called Illinois economics. But as you listen to Pritzker just last week, you're running at a surplus. Sure, the only way you got to that was welfare. You stole the federal money that was meant for COVID businesses or businesses affected by COVID and relief for the people. We're just going to steal it. And we're going to fraud our little pension, our little mystical, magical unicorn pension system. And this way I can go out to the people with a straight face, although it's fat and the size of a Spalding basketball, and say we have a surplus. And you know what? I think there's a good chance that fat bastard gets reelected. I do. Because I think the willing, useful slave is exactly what uh, our caller just said. They're in on that scam, and they just want to pretend that they're earned a living while they go in the tavern and tip a few back after their 14 breaks in a day. 312-642-5600. Might as well make everyone mad. AM 560. The answer. Is this because it's Valentine's Day? Romance where I'm from is totally different than this. It's more of that caveman thing where the girl doesn't know whether to call the police or her mom. It was Valentine's Day in Mullins Park. I enjoyed it, though. I really did. In fact, I got together with a couple of Mullins Park, a few Mullins Parkers yesterday. They're down here. My wife and I, we drove across, had the time of our life. And it's funny how even people that uh, you just meet share the same disgust under what was it, honey? What was that, Bunny? Where is it? Yeah, where is it? Under H. McDonald. Okay, here it is. Um, have the same disgust for Democrats nationwide. And it really boils down to Chicago Democrats. That's where that corruption was perfected. And it was perfected because the cohorts, the opposition to it, got in on the scam. And I'll give you the prime example. The reason I was talking to Bunny is I had her load a clip that just dropped seconds ago. Governor J.B. Pritzker. And WGN political reporter Tamon Bradley here now with more on the multi-million dollar donation. Tamon. Ray and Micah, we knew this was coming. Ken Griffin wants to take out Governor J.B. Pritzker. He's placing an early bet on Richard Irvin, hoping his cash gives Irvin a boost in the primary. The battle of the billionaires is officially underway. Now here's the thing. Richard Irvin is a scumbag, a fraud, a liar. And how Ken Griffin got conned out of giving him money or whatever the case is only makes Ken Griffin a moron, a useful idiot. And it's not often you get to call a billionaire an idiot, but I really don't give a rip. 
Citadel's a front-run organization anyway. I could care less what Ken Griffin thinks about anything. I certainly am going to be aware that he's strictly trying to buy an opposition, and he's giving money to someone who, in the rare event, he should steal or swindle or con enough people to vote for him. It's the same thing. He's a Chicago Democrat through and through. Today, he's a Republican. No matter what it is, he's a moron. Yes, he is. Irving is a moron. And if Griffin willfully gave him this money, you're in on it, too, and I could give a rip what happens to you. Illinois' richest man, Ken Griffin, has written a $20 million check to Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin, GOP candidate for governor. The winner of the Republican primary will take on billionaire Governor J.B. Pritzker. I heard nice things about Ken Griffin. I didn't want to come to a conclusion, so I waited. Now I came to the conclusion. I waited till you did something scummy. Scummy and stupid. And you gave it to the wrong people, dummy. In November, Christopher Mooney teaches political science at UIC. Ken Griffin is auditioning uh, Richard Irvin for the governor's race. Here's what's going to happen. Citadel and Ken Griffin will be out of Illinois by January of next year. Book it. Because Irving's a loser. Irving's a fraud. Irving is like Nancy Pelosi, only a little bit more obvious in his stupidity. Irving, Republican. Well, we'll give you some more. Do well, we'll give you a little bit more. We'll see how you do. In a statement, Griffin said, I firmly believe Richard Irvin has the character and leadership needed to again make Illinois a place where people can... So Ken Griffin, the pimp, just gave it to his political whore in a con job for the Illinois citizens' vote. Will it work? I have no idea. Shirley Willowbrook. Oh, hi. This is Shirley calling. Um, it's like from Willowbrook. I'm calling in response to the comment from the gal going to nursing school at Loyola University. I went to nursing school at um, Northwestern Memorial Hospital. I worked in critical care for over 30 years. Now, if she hates, you know, getting an injection, and I understand, you know, we do have a certain degree of, you know, freedom in this country. But let me enlighten people as far as... I don't want to listen to that bull dung. I don't really give a rip. You're going to sell something? You're a nurse, huh? Viagra was tested for 10 years. This was tested for 10 minutes. It's a medical professional endorsing the experiment. Turn the dial, dummy. You're not good enough to listen to this show. We'll be back with the rest of you after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. But first, we continue to watch breaking news. A jury finds 11th Ward Alderman Patrick Daly Thompson guilty on seven counts of tax fraud and lying to federal employees. That decision announced just 10 minutes ago at the Dirksen Federal Building. It only took jurors about three and a half hours to reach a verdict. Day- what happened? You didn't bribe enough? What, there were no streets and sand guys on the, ju- on, the, on the jury? How did this happen? Your nephew got away with murder. Bailey Thompson is the first Chicago alderman to face a federal trial in more than two decades. Again, guilty. <laughs> that shows you how the fix is in. I guess they're not counting Mike Madigan. 
or Eddie Burke. I guess, well, they're not going to trial. But you cheat on your taxes. They Al Capone, this fat bastard. And he's the uh, most effeminate of all the dailies to go to prison. You better call up your uncles and uh, maybe Mike Madigan and see what their plastic surgeon could do. Maybe if you show up with implants on your back, the guys will take it easy on you. Because you don't stand a chance there, Porky. So we'll see how much time he gets. That's where the fix will really be in. And uh, we'll see if the dailies, there's one, at least one went to jail or is going. Greg LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, how are you? Uh, regards to Mr. Griffin backing uh, the mayor of Aurora, I just don't see how this is going to be viewed as anything but another Bruce Rohner light. It'll be, it'll be a ticket. The way that this works, Greg, the way that it works is someone got close to Griffin and they sold him on an entire slate. So this $20 million, this is the appetizer. When you get to the entree, this, 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 this dummy will be swindled out of hundreds of millions, all in the act of futility to fool the America or the Illinois Republican to believe that this Democrat who promises to keep the scam going is anything other than just that, a corrupt Democrat fraud pretending to be a Republican. Did you see the thing in Aurora about the masks? When he goes out in public, I don't like the masks. Yet in Aurora, it's mandated still. Well, you're the mayor, stupid. Hey, stupid, you're already the mayor. And by the way, how's Aurora doing? I don't know a lot of guys say, boy, I got to move to Aurora. That Aurora, that's an up-and-comer. It's really nice there. I don't, I don't understand why he wouldn't visit with a guy like a Gary Rabine or Darren Bailey. I mean, if, it, if it's true, if you stick to your principles, and that's all politics should be, you stick to your principles. Yeah. You don't go in trying to hope that the guy is going to be able to get into office. He's and a front-runner. He's a front-runner. He wanted to be, everybody to believe it's an algorithm. He's a front-runner. It's all he is. He's in on this scam. He likes this scam, and he wants a scam artist in there. That's all it is. If he stood for principle, he would have never been there anyway. If he was an honest, if he stood for principle, he'd have never been there anyway. How many tax abatements, how many favoritism, how much shenanigans went on there? He loves it there. I, what. You know what? When you mentioned that in January of next year he'd be gone, I was thinking, I wonder what would happen if he loses that. Is he going to leave Chicago and bang, you said the same thing. I think Absolutely. he's out of here then. Absolutely good. Of course. They only stick around when they're in on it. Thank you, Greg. Any, any honest man who has the ability just gets the hell out of there or plans to, tries not to disrupt his family, and takes it on the chin. That's how everyone walks around there. Just take it on the chin. Look at this daily story. This is the... This is the sling blade relative of the Daly family. This is the dumbest son of a gun in the Daly family. And that's, that's saying something, because none of them are real bright. They're awful shady, though. They're crafty. And they're connected. Oh, but they are. You got the nephew hit the 98-pound kid, killed him. And he's uh, Ari Emanuel stepping fetch in California, living large in Malibu. This guy cheated on his taxes. He's going away. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't care how you get these scumbags in prison. Just get them in, scum, in, in prison, just like Al Capone. I don't care how you got them in. Just get them in. It's rare to get them in. We've been dealing with outright frauds in political high places that have gotten away with massive crimes. I think the other big takeaway is President Trump was right. Clear back in 2017, he said, they're spying on me. And all the Democrats and the mainstream press said, no, no, that's not happening. Two years later, it was Attorney General Barr who said spying took place. And the media and the Democrats had the same reaction. Now we know for sure in 2022, now we know for sure that they were, in fact, spying. And it was, as I said yesterday, worse than we thought. Hillary Clinton, Whitewater. Hillary Clinton, the, the fraud with uh, Dittmer 
at the Mercantile Exchange profiting. The corruption is systemic in the Democrat mafia. The Clintons, Obama, Biden, these are the families. These are the five families. And they reap the reward, and everybody knew what was going on. I mean, did you really buy the thing that Snowden was a traitor? Come on. He just gave you a window. By the way, there's news on that story, too. The CIA has been really kind of exploring anybody who speaks against this mafia of corruption claiming to be our government. Now, on the second topic, this news is about uh, a Durham investigation. Um, does the president have any concerns about a candidate for president uh, using computer experts to infiltrate computer systems? Um, of competing candidates or even the president-elect to you for the goal of creating a narrative? Is that something that... That's something I can't speak to from this podium, so I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Is, is what in that? <laughs> who, who heads up the Department of Justice? That Chicago Democrat, the one who looks like a ferret, Merrick Garland, he's going to give you some real good answers. He's the same one who wants to create a Gestapo wing of the Department of Justice to come after guys like me who identify you corrupt scum for exactly what you are. Not the economic geniuses you propose to be. Yes, then people are feeling it right no, now. I understand that. No, I understand that. But there has to be a cumulative effect. Yeah. A cumulative effect. And part of the uh, consequences of all of that investment and the infrastructure bill and the rest is that more people have jobs and, and therefore inflation goes up. More unions get paid off? More contributors get bribed? It's a Chicago way, and we took it national. It's going to be great. She's an economic guru, and if she's not right, who in the world is? Maybe it's Griffin. Feel safe to live, raise a family, and pursue their dreams. Irvin is self-made, and his life story epitomizes the American dream. I yeah, we got the propaganda out, baby. Self-made what? He's a self-made what? tremendous respect for all that he has accomplished. Back in January, Governor Pritzker filled his campaign coffers with $90 million. In all, he's dished out about $125 million of his fortune. Griffin's initial donation... No, 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 no. It's not his fortune. That fat bastard can't do anything except win a dessert-eating contest. He's not good at anything. He's got the money because his nana knew who to give a lap dance to. Good old Grandpa Abe. Quite the economic guru, too. He liked to party with uh, some affiliated guys from the Capone era, didn't he? ...to Irvin gives him a huge financial edge in the crowded primary. Also in the race, former He's state Senator too. Paul Schimpf, venture capitalist Jesse Sullivan, state Senator Darren Bailey, and businessman Gary Rabine. So you got two guys that are decent, honest guys. Bailey and Rabine. Two guys. That's it. Don't buy for a minute that the stalking horse... Sullivan is anything more than a wannabe Mitt Romney who's fluffed up by California Democrats. Sorry, just a fact. I love you, Kathleen, but I don't buy it for a minute. Not a minute. As the candidates draw contrasts, our political analyst Paul Lisnick says early differences have emerged. Irvin has established himself as the guy who's most concerned about crime, among other issues. Bailey is establishing himself as the guy who is very concerned about mandates and freedom for people to decide what they want. So he doesn't stand a chance in Illinois. Because the Illinois is just a slave that wants to be paid to sit on his fat ass. That's the way I see it. Although it does explain why they elected J.B. Pritzker. Everyone feels better about themselves when J.B. speaks. Okay, that's fine for now as we sit in February. But the primary's in June. Where do those issues stand in June? Griffin has stepped up his political activity in recent years. In 2018, he gave... Does he want to debate? Uh, Bunny, send an email to the Griffin administration. Tell him I'd like to go over 
not just his self-made success, but I'd like to go over some of his policies as he looks to me to be a fraud. And I want you to word it just like that in the email, would you please? Governor Bruce Rauner, $22.5 million and is losing re-election effort. Griffin vows to do everything he can to defeat Pritzker. The stage is set for billionaire versus billionaire. Mooney Ooh, and you just sit on the line and see which oligarch wins. Which one will win? Will it be the one that likes the corruption real up high? in the financial world, or the one who likes it real up high in the financial world and real down low on the street level. So he can help the people more. He's been helping you. He's been helping you right into the gulag. He says he's worried about the super rich dominating Illinois politics. Oh. If the parties are not uh, important. No, I liked it when the super corrupted, like the Daily Mafia, the Madigan Mafia. Well, they do, not did, do. That I'm comfortable with. But if they get rich... Then I got a big problem with him. And in sort of figuring out who's going to run and helping people run and, and, and uh, developing political agendas and so forth. If it's not the parties doing it, who's going to be doing it? It's going to be the, you know. And boy, oh boy, if Irving were to con enough Republicans or enough Democrats or whatever and get in, that would be the normalization period that Besmanoff always warned us of. He always warned us of that. They're not, they're not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them... When, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist-Lenin has come to power, the, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist-Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of these uh, former Marxist-Leninists. It's just on a much smaller scale. It's just on a much smaller scale. Now people are going to turn to this moron, this, this failure, this fraud, this former Democrat as a savior. Some rich guy sitting over in his counter. And I would prefer to have a bunch of people from different walks of life talking about something and hashing it out rather than have some guy who's at the end of dinner saying, oh, this is what I want. There's a lot of guys getting paid. Did you know these political fundraisers, these guys in the middle, they get all kinds of percentages of that. So it's not like Ken Griffin writes a check for $20 million and Irving just puts it in his account. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a couple of money bundlers in the way, and they charge 6% of the money. And then they go around and they rub the feet of, of uh, Ken Griffin. Oh, they rub him. You're doing such a good work. You really got a chance. I think this Irving could win. He's got support of the people. Sure, he's an absolute fraud, contradiction in Republicanism, and it really represents a failed town. Failed. Failed. Fascistic failed town. But I think you got a good chance. You know what you need to do, Ken? You just got to cut another check. And I'll pretend I don't take 6% of the money. So when you give $100 million to this moron, $6 million goes to the money bundler liaison conduit who arranged it all. Send that $20 million over to this guy. The Pritzker campaign released a statement saying in part, Ken Griffin would conveniently like all of us to forget he bankrolled the very governor that decimated the social services. Moreover, Ken's chosen candidate is entirely unserious about addressing the issues facing Illinois and spent 15 years profiting off of the defense of violent criminals. Mike Unrath. And there's that. You've got the media that has Irving's number. You've got the media that has Griffin's failed past history of incompetence. And then you got the money bundlers in the scene. And then you think honest guys are going to win? That's why my friend, who I love to death, who I think is the best in the litter, no offense, Bailey, but I just do, Gary Rabine, is running, in my opinion, just like Darren Bailey, who is a wonderful man, wonderful man, a fool's errand. Because the people of Illinois are comfortable with this kind of corruption and this kind of scum. It's the only way you could explain it.
It's the only way it could thrive. It isn't because they rejected it. I mean, the real shock of the day is that a daily is going to go to prison, and I'm not lighting candles on the cake just yet. He'll figure out a way to swindle the sentencing. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. AM560, The Answer. You know, he refused to say who he voted for for president. He refused. He's pulled Democrat ballots all of his life. He's a Republican. You have to be a moron. Sorry, Ken, you're a moron. You're uninformed or you were conned. I don't care. Because if you were conned in the state of Illinois about supporting this kind of fraud, there's no excuse. You're an idiot, and I hope you lose your $20 million. What do you think of that? And by the way, I know it's just getting started. You'll be 250 into this before you realize how you've been taken to the cleaners. That's just the fact. And if you voted for Joe Biden and don't repent every day, then you get what you deserve, just like when you vote for a Democrat in Chicago. You get what you deserve. Don't come crying to me. This is what you wanted. This is what you welcome. This is what everybody knew would happen. It's just like in this case here with Biden and Ukraine. Just like it. You cannot see the corruption here. Forget about the fact that he's corrupt from Moscow as well. And I'm talking about nobody believes that they gave Hunter Biden the money. They didn't give it to Hunter. They gave it to Joe. Hunter Biden was just not on the Burisma board because he's good at anything. He's a bag man. And Joe Biden took foreign aid and corrupted it and used it as a lever to make sure there were no ripples in the crime family Biden, Inc. So don't get all into this, what are we going to do in Ukraine? The Russians are on the border. Who gives a rip? When two morons get in a fist fight, I light a cigar and say, let's see. And fortunately, even the leader of Ukraine said, there's nothing to check out here. So I got Ukraine, and uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." And the reason he said that is because Obama was as corrupt as Biden, and as corrupt as Clinton, and as corrupt as all of them. That's what you're used to when you pull a Democrat lever. So if you were a Democrat and you want to do an homage to how you were stupid and conned and all the rest of it, fine. But don't ever vote again, and don't ever give me your opinion. Sit in a corner and shut up. Like the moron, the one who destroyed my country, the one who deserves a dunce cap. There's no excuse for this kind of corruption. So no one out there tell me what a good guy Irving is. He's not. Slip and fall lawyer and a con man in the Democrat mafia who, who doesn't have the courage to tell you who he voted for in the presidential election. Yeah, that's what Illinois' idea of a Republican is. So when you hear about Afghanistan, when you hear about the Ukraine, realize what happens there is who can steal the most money from the incoming regime. That's why everyone ignores the fact the Taliban is now in charge of a country. You were interviewed a year ago about the Super Bowl, and you expressed hope that... Oh, the Super come Bowl. The I hit the wrong clip. The Super Bowl. Who gives a rip about the Super Bowl? Does anybody care about the Super Bowl? 
God knows I don't care about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the situation here at home. Families are feeling a hit. From the Keep hitting the wrong clip. Are, do you believe that Putin is poised to invade? There it is. Well, I think we have to be prepared for it. And, uh, and that is what the president says. Yes, I do believe that he is prepared for an invasion. I also... Now, nobody look at our stock trades. Nobody look at our stock trades. Everyone just be quiet. Understand why the president of Ukraine wants to keep people calm and, and uh, that he wants his economy not to suffer. But on the other hand, if we were not threatening the, uh, uh, the sanctions and the rest, it would guarantee that Putin would invade. Let's hope that the diplomacy works. It's about diplomacy deterrence. Diplomacy deterrence. And the president's made... It's not about that at all. It's not about that at all. And the sanctions do not work. They are but a liaison to corruption. Sanctions are a joke. They keep telling you how successful they are. Pick a topic. They keep telling you if you just follow them down the prairie path, they're going to be successful. Just hang in there. Sanctions don't work. Vladimir Putin has, has obtained alliances with other enemies that do not have sanctions. He'll get whatever he wants from that. In the meantime, you just strengthen his position as a dictator. 312-642-5600. When I get back, I'll take all your calls. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Make them listen to me before it's too late. Make me believe Monday. The Rand Corporation, in conjunction with the saucer people. Thank you. Under the supervision of the reverse vampires, are forcing our parents to go to bed early in a fiendish plot to eliminate the meal of dinner. We're through the looking glass here, people. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. We had that loaded because there were there was a, there were kids here when I first started. I would I would lay out the evidence for what we obviously saw as corruption. They would say, "Ah, you're a conspiracy nut." It's not a conspiracy if I'm right. It's me identifying a crime. That's how I view what we have done and what we've seen and what the reality is in Congress in the spending bills in the fraud. That is not just our local government. But now are national because they're Democrats and they're all in on it. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. It's not a political party. It is an organized crime mafia. That's the way it cuts its deals. That's how it operates. And that's how it buys its loyalty. That's why I never, ever surround myself with anybody who's a Democrat. I refuse to. It's just how I uh, handle things. Lorenzo in Chicago is going to make a leap, but it makes sense to me. Lorenzo, Chicago. Sean, you are a man of faith. You are a man of voice of the truth. Illinois voters do not want to hear the truth. They want to hear the, the soft uh, approach to what reality is not. To say there in my we need grassroots movement. And Mr. Irvin, the mayor of Aurora, is a fraud. And you I have shown half the picture. The fear... T.J. Pacifica is what you're referring to. Yes. Uh, there, there is, uh, everybody go to uh, the web. You know what, Lorenzo? We have such search. a bad connection, Lorenzo. Hang on a minute. I'm going to have uh, I'm gonna have Bunny call you back. We have a bad connection, but I can fill in some of the blanks in the meantime. The largest Chinese-owned 
shopping center in America comes to Aurora. This is four years ago. TJ Pacifica Square is a development coming to Yorkshire Plaza at the corner of Route 59 and East New York Street. I have to, uh, let's get uh, Lorenzo. Do we have a better connection with him? All right, he's back. Let's go to Lorenzo. Hi, Lorenzo. Any better? Hello? Hello? Much better. Much better. Uh, I, I, I apologize to everybody. Uh, it's, it's obvious when you start talking the truth on the phone, you got people that are trying to uh, censor you. So, um, the, uh, if everybody just Google the largest Asian mall in in uh, Aurora and follow the money, it'll take you to China. We cannot trust China, and we can't trust any businessman or elected politician that's a fraud like Irvin to get Illinois in a bigger problem dealing with China. So this mall that is this where mall, the situation is mall, lies. Is this mall still opened? Is this still open? Best I know it is. All right. It does explain. You know, I've always wondered, Lorenzo, isn't it amazing how adversaries of our country can come in and buy American companies, buy American land? Did you know you cannot go to even Mexico? And buy a piece of land. You have to partner with a nationalized mm -hmm. Mexican citizen in order to own land. You have to be a partner. Mm -hmm. They really own the land. We don't have any caveat mm -hmm. like that. We have countries that come in, communist countries, China in particular. They buy American agriculture. They buy American businesses. They buy American uh, computer companies and the rest of it. And now they open malls up and they corrupt local governments. It does explain what your your allegation is, though. Your allegation is... There is a relationship now between the existing mayor of Aurora and China, who has the largest mall in America, which I just learned. I, I, I'm astonished at this. And it's in yes. Aurora, Illinois, and China owns yes. it. So he obviously is a conduit to Chinese investment. And now Ken Griffin yes. has just bought China's favorite Republican in Illinois. Ooh, I like that. As well as uh, he has just bought the leadership of the Illinois Republican Party that is working to elect Irvin. I love it. Lorenzo, I like it. Thank you for the call. And did you know, even down here in South Florida, there's a real estate broker who's going around buying everything. Buying everything. Doesn't care about the price. He buys the centers, the, the golf courses. He buys everything. And you come to find out that the Bank of China is his bank. He's just one real estate, although be it big, player in South Florida. But you wonder how much of this has gone on throughout our country because the reality is these shopping centers, these malls, they can't exist on capitalism. No, no, no. They need political corruption. They need foreign investment. They need a swindle. Even in New Jersey, you know the old joke, New York invented political corruption. New Jersey perfected it. Chicago made it an art form. Well, even in New Jersey, they can't keep up this scam. Well, New Jersey's mega mall, the American dream, could be headed for a potential financial nightmare. It was forced to shut down just as a pandemic started back in March of 2020. That's right. And like many retail destinations, its sales numbers have struggled ever since. As Lisette Nunez tells us now, the mall reportedly has less than a thousand bucks in the bank. New Jersey's mega mall, the American dream, may be dreaming of a brighter future. The mall nearly emptying out its... But wait a minute, Pelosi said that the inflation is because so many people are working, the economy is so strong. Jobs number come out, everything's strong. Everything's thriving. In fact, it's the hottest economy of all. And the solution would be 
if the corrupt investment bankers who have somehow managed to profit from our national debt only raise the amount of profit they made. That would be the solution. How could it be that all of these retailers and small business and honest people are going out of business left, right, and center? Reserve this week in order to make a $9.3 million bond payment. The mall has $820 left in its reserve. It drew down for the full interest payment in August and then drew down again, um, leaving the, the reserve fund depleted for the February payment. Lisa Washburn from Research Market Analytics, Inc. has been watching the mall's financial situation closely. She says after many construction delays, the 3.5 million square foot comp... Construction delays. Uh, who's in on that scam? How you doing? How you doing? I wonder if we should check with TJ Pacifica Square. I wonder how their financials are. Something tells me they're funded. And so are the Democrats and Republicans in that area. Something tells me our guy Lorenzo might have been on to something. Netflix opened its doors on October 2019, boasting to be a top destination in the Northeast, offering shopping Same and time entertainment. Same time as TJ Pacific. They got it open, so it's just a matter of time, right? Because families need somewhere to go. I see a lot of people here every time I come, so that's kind of surprising to me, uh, knowing the stories that I do see here. But, um, I, again, I'm surprised to hear that news, and that's unfortunate. But months after opening, the COVID-19 pandemic hit. That, coupled with a shift to online retail, has impacted the mall's revenue. The mall did close down, and then it reopened again in October. So one mall without Chinese ownership, closing. Mega Mall of New Jersey. Another mall in Aurora. I don't remember Aurora being a boom town. Owned by the Chinese government, TJ Pacifica Square. Maybe open. That's that's that. I wonder what the, I wonder what's keeping it open. Three one two, six four two fifty six hundred. What do you think after this? AM five sixty. The answer. Love Thank you. Nah, it's not true. Bonnie, did you know we have new shirts that are on? For sale that in the store, the Sean Thompson show, and it says saying the quiet part out loud. Did you did you want one of those, money? All right. We're gonna get you one of those. And um the reason that I fight so hard against this is because in this kind of economy, when the government seizes things, the reason I fought so hard against Republicans who supported the seizure of our economy is because once it's gone, it's never gonna come back without that corruption in it. So the New Jersey Mall is a story of business people trying to fight in a corrupt neighborhood, bribe the local politicians, but do not have the foreign corruption, the foreign money behind it. They fail. Throughout this country, China has obtained assets that we have no idea what they are. They've used relationships mainly with Democrats to corrupt real estate, to corrupt our financial system, and to corrupt our politics. How did it happen? I want to know why Pfizer put the research and development in Wuhan in 2009. I want to know, because I think they really made out. I really do. I think these corrupt companies made out, the corrupt politicians made out, the Chinese communists made out. We as Americans have been weakened, and we're still being talked down to by people. We're still being told how we have to capitulate, how we have to mask our kids, how we have to forever change our life. And when asked questions... They ignore them. Dr. Biden, do you have any message for the military families that are involved with the Ukraine crisis? 
Jill Biden and her entourage simply ignore questions from reporters. They ignore the questions from reporters. And when their spokes CIA, ex-CIA, like Jake Sullivan, are asked things from reporters in regards to failure in Afghanistan and what the hell is going on in Ukraine, they ignore it. Did you learn the lessons of Afghanistan? Are you applying them now? Well, first of all, uh, to the point about the report you just mentioned, the president uh, and I sitting here today do reject the reports in The Washington Post that the White House or the NSC uh, sought to slow down. And I reject your reports on COVID. I reject your position on the origins. I reject your position on the severity. Although people do pass away, it's a tragedy. I want to know even more so how it was created. Because if you created something, if you worked in conjunction with a company to come up with this thing and then it was released, and I don't really care if it was an accident or intentional, there's hell to pay. Because you forever changed the course of this country. And I have to be talked down to by retired nurses and non-funny female comedians who, ironically enough, split their head open after they brag. I don't mean to brag. I don't care. But I want you to know, double-vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes! Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. That's the sound of her head hitting the stage as she fainted. When asked, why did you faint? It wasn't because of the booster or the vaccines. She said it was because she had a leather jacket on. I wonder why Bob Saget hit the back of his head. Interesting. That's why when these people tell me that I have to put it in my body, I spit in their face. When they tell me that I have to put on a dirty slave plate, I spit in their face. When they tell my kids, then I move. Parents, please surround your children as often as you can with people who are vaccinated. Please try to get them to wear masks in public indoor spaces. It's what I'm going to be doing with my four-year-old as well. Parents, you have an obligation to tell your kids why they shouldn't listen to these political swindlers, whores, and pimps. You have an obligation. You have a time, the time to show your kids how wrong, how inaccurate, how misleading, how corrupt the governments around the world have been during the greatest seizure of freedom, liberty, and Americanism in the history of the world. This kind of fascism, corruption, communism, and Marxism has been tried all around the world, n never so much as here in America. It hasn't. Here, we were the last holdout. We were the last place that stood on principle. We've managed to compromise our way into slavery and to servitude. When asked about their corruption, they redact the evidence. They redact the information, proving beyond the shadow of a doubt they are, in fact, corrupt, self-aggrandizing, self-enriching, and a Marxist mafia, not a political party, not a representative republic but a fascistic totalitarian crime wave posing as Democrats. I'll be back in 21 hours. We're going to fight them off.